Welcome to the weekly message from Rama Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rhema.org.au forward slash media. We're going to uh, just look into some supportive things in prayer, for prayer, towards praying for our families and for praying for uh, friends and people that are close to us. Uh, sometimes praying for family, there's a tremendous motivation uh, because of, um, yes, not just not just being spiritually motivated, but we are we're connected in every other way. And so we're easily touched with uh, pain that people in our family and our friends are experiencing. Uh, that awareness of somebody's um, situations and pain can actually be a distraction and can um, can not be uh, a proper motivation. And so if you don't keep a good word level where your friends and family are concerned when they're in pain in this situation, you'll find yourself uh, praying in anger, depending on the situation, you'll find yourself praying in fear, fear fear-motivated prayers, scared prayers. And um, and how do you think I know any of these things? You know, I I just think you can't hardly live so long and and have people that you love uh, that um, you can be you can be prompted and pushed not towards faith. And it is faith that overcomes the world. It isn't because that you cry a lot or that you hurt so bad for your family and, and, um, and that you cry on their behalf. No, you've got to get out of uh, that zone of the soul where you feel so much and you've got to get up into faith. And so that doesn't make you hard. It makes you undefeatable. So we're not looking for being hard and stoic, but what we are looking for is getting into a place where we're not moved by what we feel. I think one of the greatest examples of, um, of it is in Mark, the fifth chapter, when Jairus uh, came to get Jesus because of his daughter, and and he got interrupted. I mean, Jesus was going with him, and then this woman, this pesky woman that had an issue of blood, uh, you know, stopped the procession to Jairus's house where his daughter was at the point of death, and this pesky woman with with an issue of blood stopped Jesus from coming. Don't you know his agitation? He's he's thinking, hurry, hurry. You need to hurry and come. And then while Jesus is ministering to this woman and who shouldn't have even been out because she had an issue of blood <laughs> and she wasn't as maybe as prominent as he was, you know, but my goodness, um, then while he's talking to her about her situation, then somebody interrupts. Jairus is listening on to this and says, don't even bother him. 
She's dead. What would that do? I mean, okay. You know, this is not somebody over in Puerto Rico or somebody that you don't even know. This is your daughter. And, um, you know, you're just going to cave. So Jesus told him something. He said, don't fear, only believe. That sounds, that could sound cold. That could, think about it. We just love the Lord, and, but I'm, listen through a father's ears. And Jesus just tells him real strong, he said, don't be afraid, only believe. But what if Jairus is going, you don't understand, I'm her dad, and she means so much to me. What if he just defended his right to emotion? And he had a right to emotion as a dad. Mm. All of us have emotions, and God made emotions, so he understands them. The only thing is, is, is when you pray, Jesus said, believe. When you pray, don't pray and then try to scramble and get up into belief. No, when you pray, believe. So if you're going to pray on a good platform of believing, it's based on the word. So if this platform is believing, then this is premature praying here. I could be pleading and begging and fasting and hollering and doing all kinds of stuff motivated by frustration or fear or whatever reason, desperation here. But uh, he said, when you pray, believe. So if I can get on this platform that is of faith based on the word of God, when you pray here, you're on praying ground. This is praying ground. And so sometimes I know personally myself, I've prayed prematurely. It's good to, uh, to put a put a foundation under the word of God. Sometimes my prayer um, has been not just for me or for other people as I ask the Lord to help me to see what he's saying about the situation. Fresh and new. What are you, Lead me in your word to what you're saying. Or sometimes if I'll just look inside, the word is there. The word is there. And so I pray based upon the word. If you can look at that, um, we're looking at the kinds of prayer. Tony really had it on his heart that we want to make this these truths um, accessible. There are different kinds of prayer in the Bible, and we have looked uh, we have looked at consecration, dedication. Uh, we have we have talked about faith, and we have a, uh, agreement can come along and work together with faith. Agreement can come and work together with supplication. Agreement can also work together with intercession. But tonight we're going to pick up um, where uh, last month we were talking about supplication. And we're going to pick that back up and we're going to use these two fingers together, supplication and agreement. In other words, uh, you you can get people to pray with you if they are standing on the same platform you are. <laughs> yeah. So success in prayer isn't by how many people are praying. Success in prayer isn't the clocked hours in prayer. 
Well, we've been praying around the clock. So, if those prayers aren't being prayed from here, uh, it isn't. It isn't. Um, it isn't clocked hours. It isn't the duty of prayer, or the exercise of prayer, that it, that overcomes the enemy. It's faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So it's praying in faith. All right. So the verse of scripture that is on here in uh, verse eighteen of Ephesians it says, "Pray." passionately this one says in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times at all times if you'll just back up in um in your own bible to the 10th verse i just want you to just look at something here finally be strong in the lord we're talking about supplication it's an attitude in prayer and it's a faith attitude in prayer all right Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Write it down. If you're struggling with a human, you're in the wrong fight. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers uh, this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, reading in the Amplified. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist and the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and pray and pray. So this is prayer uniform. <laughs> all of these, all of these things assist in a, in an effective uh, prayer stance where your family is concerned, and where people uh, that mean a lot to you. It'll help you. Uh, this prayer arm will help you stay out of just emotions and and stay in faith where tr you have traction. To get stuff done, all right. So, but this this description of all these pieces of armor, it's it's for for battle. We are. Paul told his son Timothy. He said to fight, fight the pathetic, grueling, dreadful fight of faith. Now, what does he say? It's a good fight of faith. And Brother Hagin used to say, a good fight is one that you, it's one that you win. A good fight is one that you win. But it is, there is a fight and a contention in faith. So let's look at verse 18. And um, it says praying, um, I'm going to get to pray in the spirit at all times and in all and on every occasion. This is New Living Translation. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Mama Mia, pray in the spirit at all times. How, how often? All times. And on how many occasions? 
every occasion. Be alert and be persistent in your prayer for how many believers? All believers where? Everywhere. <laughs> okay, well, we've just whittled it down. We're just talking tonight about your family and your friends. <laughs> but the scope of potential of praying effectively, it's possible when you're praying this way. But when you're using all kinds of prayer in the spirit, so in other words, spirit-fed, spirit-directed prayer, you'll find that the Holy Spirit will always um, lead you and inspire you along the, the line of the word because the Spirit's sword is the word of God. He's so good at it, all right? So, um, but I want us to see here, praying at all times uh, and persistently. So, the prayer of faith is a prayer that um, most commonly you pray because you believe that you receive it, according to, uh, to uh, Mark eleven twenty four. you believe that you receive it and you have it. You believe, so there's no need to pray for it anymore because you have it. You have it. Supplication is an interesting prayer because you pray in faith, in collaboration with what God is doing in somebody's life, and it can be ongoing. It is not against faith. You pray in faith that every time you pray, God has heard you and God is operating right now. Not down the road someplace. Right now he is working. All right? So, but we're going to get some example from the scripture of, of, of this kind of supplication that is persistent. And so, um, so parents, you don't pray for your children when they're born and just say, that'll be good for you till the day you die. Your parents prayed for you and that's it because I prayed in faith. Okay, well, something's wrong with that. So you don't pray for your kids that way. You don't pray for your friends that way. I prayed for you once. That's good you old rotten thing. <laughs> okay, something's wrong with that kind of prayer. So, uh, but there is a persistence. And so Paul is, he's, he's, he is um, encouraging persistence in prayer. So the only way you can pray persistently in prayer and not get tired of praying is to pray in faith. You're fed. Pray in faith, uh, fed by the Holy Spirit in the line of the word of God and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. You never get tired of praying that way. You're actually curious to see what else he's going to say. I am so serious. You look into the word again, and, it, and the word feeds you, and you have something else to pray. It's so wonderful. So you're working along with him. Uh, one morning, um, praying here, uh, I, I was walking along back there, and it was before we had the bigger box. It was when we had the smaller box. And I was walking along, and the Lord uh, rose this verse of Scripture, as he often does with prayer. He uses the word. So Philippians, the first chapter, and verse uh, 6 came up in my heart. Maybe you know it by heart. I am confident of this very thing, Paul said. He that began a good work in you will, will what? He'll perform it. 
He that began a good work is finished. He's done. That's not what it says. He that began a good work will perform it. In that uh, denotes a continuous action. God is working in your life, but he's also working in other people's lives that you're praying for. Aren't we thankful he's not done with ourselves? That everything God is ever going to do, he's already done. It's all, you're the best you can ever be right now. Now, what he's already bought and paid for is already done. That's done. But how he works that into our life and accomplishes that great and mighty work that belongs to us, he is working. And he spoke so strong to me, challenging me. He said, don't you even think that I will stop my work in a person's life. And then he said this, I am committed. There were some people I were lifting up, and he said, I am committed to them. And there was a sense, uh, when he spoke it to me, there was a sense of, not, anger's totally the wrong word. And yet, he must have sensed some doubt in me, like, are you doing anything up there? <laughs> and he challenged me. He said, don't you even think that I will not complete the work that I began in them. I am committed to them. He said, and then he said this, almost with a, not a pleading, not a begging, but a yearning. He said, I need you to believe that. And then he said, would you believe that. That made me get tears. I said, yes, Lord, I do believe that. Then he challenged me, then don't be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by what you hear. Don't be moved by what you feel. Be moved only by the word of God. Amen. Don't you like God? Now, there's nobody that is impossible for. So uh, we're going to pray here in just a moment, but I want to give you a couple verses of Scripture that um, will help us along this line. In Colossians, the fourth chapter, if we can go there, Colossians 4, and this identifies <clears throat> us with somebody. Here, Epaphras, verse 12, Epaphras, who is a member of your own fellowship. So this is somebody that was in the church there in Colossia, a member of your own fellowship and a servant of Jesus Christ or Christ Jesus sends you greeting. He always prays for you. Doesn't say he prayed for you one time. He checked that box. Not going to squeeze another prayer out of him again. No, it says he always prays for you earnestly. He prays earnestly for you. Asking God to make you strong and perfect, fully confident that you are following the whole will of God. I can assure you that he prays hard for you and for all the believers in Laodicea and Hierapolis. So he wasn't, he wasn't real casual praying like, just bless him, Lord. Wasn't that kind of praying at all. 
Just bless the whole world. Just bless all my friends. Bless all my family today. Wasn't that kind of praying? It was way more diligent and earnest in particular and strategic and on purpose than that. So he always prays earnestly. And what he prayed here was that God would make them strong and, and perfect, or in other words, grow them up. Fully confident that you're following. And I like another translation that says, complete and full in all the will of God for their life. Praise the Lord. So another, another example um, that I don't have in this note, but that comes up in my heart is when um, it's in Peter. I mean, excuse me, in John. It's in John, uh, I believe, maybe the 13th chapter, or at least it's in uh, the Gospels uh, uh, describing right before Jesus was going to the cross. And Jesus told Peter, he said, Satan wants you. He wants you that he would sift you like wheat. But I've prayed. Peter didn't get it at all. He said, oh, I'll go with you. I'll go with you to, to, you know, to death. And just a few hours later, he was denying him three times. But Jesus said this. He said, I have prayed. The devil wants you, but I have prayed. So the reason we're going to pray the way we're going to pray tonight going to practice prayer, going to just practice it tonight, is because uh, the, the Lord put in my heart uh, a year ago in May that we have to contend for our children. We have to contend. And when I say for our children, I'm talking about, you know, my two daughters, my two sons-in-law, but I'm not just talking about my children. I'm talking about our children. And I'm talking about children that nobody has anybody to pray for them. Somebody has to go to bat for them. So that we're going to contend for them. Why? Because the devil desires to have them. That he could sift them like wheat. But somebody, like you and I, are going to stand in the way between the devil's will and the people that he wants to do it on. And we're saying, no, I'm not doing it on them. And we're going to pray the word of God. So what I'd like for us to do is, uh, and we did it actually in, our, uh, in, this, in Sunday afternoon prayer. We prayed the word. We're going to pray the word. And we're going to pray it up until... Uh, uh, about 10 till 7. We're going to pray the word, and then we are, going to, um, we are going to pray in the Holy Spirit based upon Romans, the 8th chapter, and verse 26. We're going to pray what we know to pray from the word and what the Holy Spirit shows us to pray from the word. And then we're going to say, for the things that we don't know to pray, we thank you that the Holy Spirit will help us to, to pray those things. And he will help us to pray beyond what we've prayed. 
but we are going to pray the word. And so um, we have a microphone here. And so what I'd like for us to do, we're going to just start off. Some of you already have a, a battery of prayer, or I mean, of scriptures to pray for your children or for, um, and we're not going to, what I'd like you to do is come up and pray that verse of scripture. It, it's not teaching. It's not um, exhortation or anything like that. It's going to be one continuous long prayer. And the prayer is going to be scripture. And uh, you can articulate that prayer uh, uh, in your, uh, just up to the Lord, all right? Quoting the verse, but make the verse the prayer, all right? Turn it into a prayer. Hallelujah. Are you ready to do this? Praise the Lord. Yeah, me too. Me too. So uh, I'd like us just to thank him right away, right straight away for the word. Let's thank him for the word. Oh, Lord, lift up your voice and thank him. It's the, the word. Ah, God, with, a, with the word, a, a two-edged sword in our mouths. Hallelujah. The word of God in our mouth, in our heart and in our mouth. We thank you for the word. We thank you for the word and we pray it. We pray it because it is true. We pray it because it is, it gives us faith where our faith is based upon it. It's not based upon any other feeling or anything like that. We thank you, Father, for the word of God in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Now, I'd like you guys, because we don't want to, uh, for it to be a, um, a, a long uh, uh, gaps in between. We want to pack it. So as soon as you get a verse of scripture, you can just line up in this line. As soon as one gets done, another one goes. But uh, name the reference. Name the reference. And for those of you that are taking notes, uh, you can just, uh, by the end of the evening, you have a whole battery of scriptures Praise the Lord. <laughs> Let's get our sword in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are you ready to come? Come on. Uh, be real bold. Pick up your sword and come. Jesus told that man, pick up your bed and walk. Uh, tonight we're saying, pick up your sword and come. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 16 and 17. Thus says the Lord. Refrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work shall be rewarded, says the Lord, and they shall come back from the land of the enemy. There is hope in your future, says the Lord, that your children shall come back to their own border. Hallelujah. You, you don't have to wait until they leave. Go ahead and, and get in line. Come. We do not cease to pray for you and make special requests for you. Oh, this is Colossians 1, starting... Uh, from verse 9. Uh, we do not cease to pray for you and make special requests for you, asking that you may be filled with the full and deep and clear knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom 
and in understanding and discernment of spiritual things, that you may walk, live and conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him and desiring to please him in all things, bearing fruit in every good work and steadily growing and increasing in and by the knowledge of God with fuller, deeper and clearer insight, acquaintance and recognition. I pray that you be invigorated yes, and strengthened with all power according to the might of his glory to exercise every kind of endurance and patience, perseverance and forbearance with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified and made you fit to share the portion which is the inheritance of the saints, God's holy people in light. And the Father has delivered you yes. and drawn you to himself out of the control and dominion of darkness and has transferred you into the kingdom of the yes. Son of his yes. love in whom we have redemption, in whom you have redemption and forgiveness through his blood, which means forgiveness of your sin. Amen. Oh, it's the same scripture. Then we're in agreement. We're in agreement. All right. Who's, yeah. Praise the Lord. Are there any other scriptures for children? Father, I just pray this for our family and for us and our um, friends, the people that we're interceding for, that the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, would give unto us a spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of you, Jesus that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of his calling yes. and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power yes. towards us who believe according to the working of your mighty power which you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your own right hand in heavenly places. Far above all principality, power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only this age but also that which is to come, and you put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Amen. Amen. Good. Yeah, good. Get in line. Oh, I've just got Psalm 91. Father, we declare in the name of Jesus that our children dwell in the secret place of the Most High. They abide yes. under the shadow of the Almighty. They will save you, Lord, that you are their refuge and their fortress, your, their God, and in you they will trust. Surely you deliver them from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. You cover them with your feathers and under your wings they shall take refuge. Your truth shall be their shield and buckler. You sh they shall not be afraid of the terror by night, no. nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at their side and ten thousand at their right hand, but it shall not come near them in the no. name of Jesus. Only with their eyes shall they look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you, they have made the Lord their refuge, even the most high their dwelling place. No evil shall befall them, nor shall any plague come near their dwelling. For you shall give your angels charge over them to keep them in all their ways. Yes. In, your, in your hands um, you shall bear them up, yes. lest they dash your foot against a stone. Yes. You shall, sorry I'm saying this a bit wrong. Um, they, 
They shall tread upon the lion and the yes. cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall tra- they shall trample underfoot. Yes. Because they have set their love upon you, therefore you will deliver them. Yes. You will set them on high. Yes. Because they have known your name, they shall call upon you and you will answer them. You will be with them in trouble. You will deliver them and honor them. With long Long life, life. you will satisfy them and show them your Your salvation. salvation. And we declare it today in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name, amen. Ezekiel 36, 26 to 27. Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you will keep my ordinances and do them. Yes, our children do them. Loved ones do them. I pray this two ways. So to the the well-beloved children whom I love in the truth, Beloved, I wish above all things, and I declare that you are prospering, that you are in health, even as your soul prospers. And then sometimes I pray to the well-beloved Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom I love in the truth. Beloved, I thank God that you're prospering, that you're in health in my children, even as your, even as your soul prospers. Yes. And that's resurrection life. Amen. <laughs> This is from Hebrews 13.21, Amplified, uh, for my children and for my loved ones and all children. Now may the God of peace, who is the author and the giver of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep by the blood that sealed and ratified the everlasting agreement, covenant and testament, May he strengthen, complete, perfect, and make you what you ought to be. Equip you with everything good that you may carry out his will. Why, he himself works in you and accomplishes that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ the Messiah, to whom be glory forever and ever, to the ages upon the ages. Amen. 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 I want to encourage you. We're praying the prayer of agreement. So we're not just listening to these verses of Scripture. While these verses of Scripture are going out, you're going, Amen, Amen. That's for my, and that's for my Lily, uh, our Lily. That's for the, you know, name the names as you're hearing these prayers go out. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you, Lord. Um, 1 Timothy 4. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in the world. In conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in impurity. So, Father, we just thank you that the youth take their position in the ministry, Lord, and they become the leaders that you've called them to be. We thank you, Lord, that they will conduct themselves in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity, and just be the vessels on this earth for you. Amen. Isaiah 43, 1-3. Fear not, for I have redeemed the children. I have called them by your name. You, They are mine. When they pass through the waters, I will be with them. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow them. When they walk through the fire, they shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch them. For I am the Lord their God. From Ephesians 3, verse 14 to 19. We thank you, Lord, that you grant to our children according to the riches of your glory, Lord, 
that our children will be strengthened with your might in their inner man by your spirit, Lord Jesus, that they will be rooted and grounded in love and will be able to comprehend, Lord, with all the saints what is the width and depth and length and height to know the love of Christ that surpasses understanding, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you are filling our children with the fullness of God. We bless you, Lord, with all our soul and all that is within us, and we bless your holy name. This is Psalm 103, verses 1 to 5. We bless you, Lord, with all our soul, and we never forget any of your benefits. Lord, we we thank you that you continue to forgive all the sins of our children. You continue to heal all their diseases. Lord, you continue to redeem their life from destruction. And you continuously surround them with your gracious love and compassion. Lord, you keep satisfying their mouths with only good things. And you keep renewing their youth like the eagles. Thank you, Lord. Amen. This is from someone. Blessed is the children who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seateth in the sin of scorners. But their delight is in the law of the Lord, and they doth meditate day and night. They shall be like trees planted by the rivers of water, that bring forth fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever they do shall prosper. And the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. One Peter chapter one from verse three. All praise to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that our children have been born again, because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation, because our children have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for them, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change or decay. And through their faith and our faith, God is protecting our children by his power until they receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. So we are truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though sometimes our children may endure trials for a little while. These trials will show that their faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though, through, uh, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when their faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring God much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Father, I thank you and I praise you that all our children shall be taught by the Lord. And great shall be the peace of our children. Thank you, Lord, that they shall be established in righteousness. Thank you, Lord, that they will be far from oppression, for they shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near them. I thank you, Lord, that they shall surely assemble against them but it's not of you whosoever whosoever assemble against them they shall fall for your sake for their sake father i thank you and i praise you 
that this is not only for our natural children, but also our spiritual children. Father, I thank you and I praise you for this promise that is yes and amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalms 23, the Lord is our children's shepherd. They have all they need. He leads them, he lets them rest in green, green meadows. He leads our children beside peaceful streams. He renews their strength. He guides our children along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when they walk through the darkest valley, they will not be afraid. For you are close beside them. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort them. You prepare a feast for them in the presence of their enemies. You honor them by anointing their head with oil. Their cup overflows with blessings. Surely goodness and mercies and unfailing love will pursue them all the days of our children's lives. And they will live in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus. And I'm Annie's alias. And so when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, my children, which dwelt first in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Therefore, stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying of, on of my hands. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Love, Annie. Hallelujah. Okay, Baba. Colossians 2.2, praying that our children's hearts, uh, along with us, may be knit together in love to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So, Father, we thank you that children's hearts are knit together with their parents, and there is agape love in families. Thank you that there is agape love between children in churches. Father, we thank you for knitting together in the realm of the Spirit the hearts of your children. Hallelujah. Let's do one more. This is from Luke 7, 12 through to 16. And this is a promise God gave me when my son became estranged from his family. And now as he approached the city gate, a dead man was being carried out the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the city was with her in the funeral procession. When the Lord saw her, he felt great compassion for her and said to her, Do not weep. And he came up and touched the briar on the body with which it rested. And the pallbearer stood still, and he said, Young man, I say to you, arise from death. The man who was dead sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. And fear, fear and profound awe gripped them all and they began glorifying and honouring and praising God. I praise God that my son will return to his family 
while he's not physically dead, he's spiritually dead. Thank you. Amen. Thank God. No, 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 no. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible to him that believes. Let's just stand up right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for these words and other words. We're so thankful for your word that lives and abides forever. It's quick and it's powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And it divides. It works. It's a hammer that breaks the rock in twain. We thank you for what has been prayed according to your word. We believe it. We believe it for our own children. We believe it for the children of our, our church and for one another's children and, and for the church, the children of this nation. We praise you for your word, for it is true. And you promised that you would pour your spirit out upon our sons and daughters and that they would prophesy and that young men would see visions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We believe it. We believe it. We receive them. We receive your word working in our, in our children's lives in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you for that it's clear. And that, that, that Jude says that we build up ourselves on our most holy faith. That faith that's been built by the word, we build ourselves up on that and, and we pray in the Holy Ghost. And we pray beyond what we've even uh, declared in the word of God and we pray the, the perfect will of God in other tongues and we do so boldly in Jesus' name. Lift up your voice and pray in other tongues. Zele magana manindi di di bregede di bregele veshtonde di kredeje elenini agregede di vrashande regete great aramagaro mogolo bajede di farebegeje for greater are you who are in them and mogodi bikeje di di agreshtede than he that is in the world or against them garamogoro berekeje di di vrashtonde daja <laughs> For you always cause us to triumph. You lead me in triumph. You lead us in triumph. We pray triumphant prayers. Prayers triumphant. Zelebegete dodoboro de shiti didi brondara, era brondara, era brondara, era brondara, ke de bere du stondere di afretede. Ege de dia crede, gede dia latacadanda de beti dia de degejora. We call our children blessed. It is a curse of the law for the fruit of our bodies to be cursed. We've been redeemed from that curse. Our children are blessed, taught of the Lord. 
Oh, we believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and we're saved and our house. Salvation is a family package. It affects my house. It affects my family. Salvation is working in my family. Your hand is upon them. When my hand is not upon them, your hand is upon them. And you give your angels charge over them as we heard tonight and keep them in all their ways. Bringing them and connecting to them to God's perfect plans. Hallelujah. Their workmanship created in Christ Jesus under good works that God ordained that they should walk in. Not my will. God's ordination for their life. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Say this after me. I am confident of this very thing. I have no doubt. The same one who began a good work in my child and in our children is performing it, will perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. Every day, God is at work. I believe it. Therefore, I am of good cheer because I believe God that the things that he said are true and he's bringing them to pass. Hallelujah. Well, let's just praise him for it. Thank you, Jesus. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. It's true. Hallelujah. Uh, you don't have to be seated. But if I could get somebody to, um, well, actually, maybe, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. If, um, yeah, go ahead and be seated for just a jiffy. Um, you are being handed a, um, last month, Lynette Richards uh, was talking to us about supplication. And she didn't use that word, but basically that's what she was talking about is, a, is praying the word uh, for uh, somebody. And so this is a template. This is not a rabbit's foot. 
we don't put our faith in this as a formula. What we do is we put our faith in the Word of God and we put our faith in the Holy Spirit. So I've taken this prayer, what I've taken this prayer, and I have, there's some words that the Lord has put in my heart concerning uh, my own children, uh, in particular one of, one of my children, and, um, and some different children of the church. And so what I have done is I have tailored this prayer. It's, this is like a template to work off, just kind of get you going, get you started. But like you had a particular verse, you had a particular verse, you know, different ones of us have a particular verse. It's not praying a formula or an engraved prayer. It's praying the word and it's the word that the Holy Spirit inspires you to pray. Amen. And so uh, this really helps get you going. So I've switched out some verses, and, and this is to be alive. The word is alive. Don't you like that? The word is alive. And so uh, I love this. I love this uh, that we have just given to you because what it gives you, it, it's a wonderful jump start. And as the, the, the word starts coming up in your own heart, um, maybe specific words. Benny talked about that this last, uh, this last week so well about praying what, I mean, about uh, following the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so, my goodness, he leads us in triumph. By all means, pray what he tells you to pray. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Well, um, I want to let you know that there is prayer going on at um, 8 to 9 o'clock on Friday mornings for youth. You don't have to uh, be in the same location to pray, but from 8 to 9 o'clock, prayer is going on specifically for youth. And we can join together uh, from wherever you are. You might be driving someplace or, or doing whatever, but uh, we are bound together in this. We are uh, shoulder to shoulder, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Amen. And the devil can't have our kids. Cannot have them. I'm not willing to give up one of them. And Jesus said this in John the 17th chapter. He said, of the ones that you have given me, I've not lost one. So I'm telling you, last week I was lifting that up. I said, okay, you didn't lose one. And, if, and you didn't lose one because you followed the Holy Spirit. Well, we're not going to lose one because we're going to follow the Holy Spirit. We're not going to lose them. And those that seem like they're lost are coming, coming back home. They're coming back home. Praise the name of the Lord. Well, let's lift up a shout to the God that is, is making us uh, triumph and, and overcomers. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I give you praise for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, God bless you. And uh, let's take our arsenal. We're getting more and more arsenal. We're dangerous people. We look so sweet and so nice, but actually you are so dangerous. The devil's picked on the wrong folk. Praise God.
All right, God bless you. Have a really strong week as you, um, as you're persistent in prayer. God bless you. If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at brainer.org.au.